When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mr. President, are you here with us? Well, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Oh, here comes the dramatic reveal. Okay, so we're here. We're, you know, we had extra Diet Coke tonight, extra strong Diet Coke, because it was a powerful night. And I wanted, I don't know if you noticed, Ivanka wasn't wearing a wedding ring tonight. We're going to get I into think, all. Excuse, oh. excuse me, excuse me. This is not tech stuff <laughs> night. It's presidential, uh, you know, Hatch Act abuse night. So uh, when I saw Ivanka get up there with no ring, I said, daddy like, okay? <laughs> and daddy knows what you're putting out. Yeah, I like, I like what you're putting down or put, I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's what the blacks used to say. So it's, uh, you know, I had to get my energy up for after the speech. So we got a little <laughs> extra Diet Coke tonight. Tony Montana style, because Montana is one of our great states, one of our great Trump states. Well, Mr. President, you are revved up tonight. I just want to welcome everyone to RNC Night 4 Recap of Making Podcasts Great. Again, I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we have Patreon Patriots with here with us here tonight uh, live. Mr. President, you have, um, I think you call it Diet Coke. You have some Diet Coke on your nose and your lips and a little bit of your cheek. A lot of Diet Coke tonight. The jacket also, we spit, you know, kind of like a celebration. You know how they do when they win a championship and the, the, the champagne goes everywhere? We do that very strongly with the Diet Coke. So instead you of know, Gatorade over your head, it's Diet Coke up your nose? It's just great Bolivian Diet Coke. It was, you, you spoke for a very long time tonight, Mr. President. What was it, about an hour and 15 minutes? Uh, it, was, it was a long speech. It was... Uh, you know, but we have to talk about our great country. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, but now I'm just pumped because no ring on Ivanka's fingers. So I think my plan finally worked to make Jared Kushner look like a weak person. He does look like a weak, frail little bitch, Mr. President. He does. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Every time he stood up and clapped, I thought he was going to break. It was disgusting. Mr. President, um, Thank you so much for joining us after that was beautiful speech. I'm sure you're really revved up and you want to go celebrate. Um, you had a thousand supporters tonight on your White House lawn. No social distancing, no masks. What, time, what kind of message does that send to the American people? That we are strong, that we are not afraid. And that's what I think people want out of their leader. And I have to say... The fake news didn't cover what we did right before at 8.15 tonight, which was a 15-minute tribute to Jeff Epstein. And the fake news didn't want to cover that, but I think OAN ran it because they're very strong. 
but it was, uh, you know, I wish, I wish he was here to see it. You know, I mentioned, I mentioned uh, my brother Robert. Did you hear that? You did, and you remembered his name. I was very impressed. No, Ryan passed away, and you he know, got it right for a second. The speech people told me I couldn't mention Jeff Epstein. That's and messed up. It was, to, you know, so instead they said, well, say my brother Robert, and that will be code <laughs> for my friend Jeff Epstein. So my brother Robert was at, it was not actually about my brother Robert. It was because, as you know, I had a brother, Ryan, but it was about Jeff Epstein. It was code. So, That's, but this is now a time to celebrate it. So we have high energy. We have high energy right now. We're ready to tweet. We're ready to pay a visit to Ivanka's uh, bedroom to see if she's okay, if she needs any help. So America has never been stronger. I've never felt stronger. And I think Sleepy Joe's in for a lot of trouble. Now, Ivanka, she did bring you on stage tonight, and she called you a warrior in the White House. What would you think of that? Well, I don't have to tell you what I think. I've got the stains in my depends to prove what I, what I, what I felt. Now, I was a little upset. Why didn't she choose the UN blouse for her outfit tonight? a good question i did tell her i wanted if possible i wanted nipple action during during her introduction but she she's her own woman and she decided not to uh, i think she's saving you know for the second inauguration which will take place in january you know what the temperature is like in january right very cold very cold so i don't think i need to say anything more Mr. President, tonight when you were doing your speech, your hair was blowing in the wind. It reminded me of Tom Cruise and Top Gun. You looked uh, very sexy tonight. I uh, thought that looked very good, and I think uh, all your supporters really appreciated that. Oh, well, I, I guess now we got BGTSG. <laughs> okay, I thought we only had BGMP, but now we got BGTSG. Big gay tech uh, stuff guy. <laughs> I don't blame you. Normally I'd call you out for it, but tonight I was on fire. The suit looked good. The hair was great. The bigotry was strong. It was just a tremendous night for, uh, for a country and for me. When you thanked Ivanka, you, you called her by name and then you just said, and all my children I love too. Isn't that great? Isn't it great how this podcast for years has basically been predicting how I'll give speeches, Ivanka and none of the other kids. Okay. Just sort of, yeah. And you too. And the people who listen to the podcast have known that that's how I call them many, you know, they're lucky. I even acknowledge them. Usually I say who. So, yeah. I was, I was very impressed. You even acknowledged you had children besides Ivanka. So um, very impressive. And did tonight. you see Brendan? Brendan stood up next to our vice president. Kid towers over Pence. Pence, wow. Pence is like five nine, and and uh, and Bartholomew was standing next to him, and just looked like he was about to dunk on him with you know the power of Christ. <laughs> I think his name was Baron, uh, Baron. That's your son's name, not Bartholomew, not Benjamin, not Button. It's it's Who said Baron. Baron. I just thought you were going to go there ben. next. My son Ben. Okay, Ben okay. was Big Ben. We call him Big Ben. Melania had an interesting color of dress tonight. Uh, Kermit the Frog, lime green. Did you help choose that? What was 
the, what was, you know, what was the thinking of the decision behind the choice of color for her dress? It was just you know, stuck out. I gotta be honest. She said something to me. I still don't understand a fucking word that woman <laughs> says. I don't, I mean, she's been in the country for 20 years and I still, you know, no idea what she's saying. You didn't understand her speech last night at all? It looked like she was having the same sort of drugs that Kim Guilfoyle and Don Jr. were having. Well, now I have a question about um, Melania um, Ivanka um, brought you and Melania to the stage and Ivanka said hello to yourself and Melania. Uh, there's a video clip going around the internet now of Melania giving Ivanka like the evil eye, like she does, is not very fond of Ivanka. Well, she's, you know, it's, or... she's jealous. She's jealous of Ivanka because she's okay. very, you know, she's so hot and talented. And, you know, I, you know, sometimes she catches me sneaking a peek. And I don't think melatonin is a huge fan of that. But, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're married to a powerful, handsome, very wealthy, talented, strong man, you know, other women are going to, you know, be interested. Especially Ivanka did not have her wedding ring on tonight. Like you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, um, is, is there trouble in paradise? Well, you know, I don't know what you're saying is paradise. I think when I hear that Ivanka's single and ready to parentally mingle, I think... Parentally like, mingle, you said? You sounds said, like paradise is open. You, you said parentally means mingle with you? Is that what you mean? No, she's a parent. You know, okay. she, has, she has children, so she would, be, she would be parentally mingling. I understand. What, what were you, excuse me, what were you suggesting? I don't know. That's why I asked. I just want a clarification. Well, I think you asked with sort of a tone. There was no tone. I think you're reading into it, Mr. President. Well, I don't like to read, so I don't like that accusation. Okay. Um, I was very impressed tonight how many applause breaks and standing ovations you got. Does that get tiring? So you're asking me if it gets tiring being yeah, the, great, I mean, the greatest president we've ever had? No, well, did, it doesn't get tiring. Did it ruin your rhythm? I mean, I think a few times you wanted to continue and you had to stop because uh, a few people started clapping. Well, as you know, I have a strong and powerful sense of humor. And a few times there were jokes that I didn't think were great jokes, so I was going to keep talking. And then people started laughing, so I took very presidential pauses. You keep saying, you and um, Vice President Pence, about a vaccine uh, by the end of the year or even earlier. Are these based on facts or predictions? Well, it's based on great faith. As you know, I'm a very strong Christian. Okay. And, you know, we've used powerful prayer. And you've seen my followers, okay? Yes. They'll believe, they'll believe anything I say. I actually told, this I know we're, you know, we've got some of our great Patreon patriots here, but I actually told the daughter of a supporter in Florida that the cure for COVID was in my pants <laughs> and 
believe me, she tried hard. She she got as much care as she could handle. I don't think it cured her, but they'll believe anything I say. So, you know, November third, I'm or November first. I'm just going to say we have a cure, and then all my great people are going to come out and and vote for me, and then we'll find out if I actually have a cure. Oh, so you're just making up that you have a cure, and you well, hope it's, it's true. Po- it's called positive thinking. You ever heard of positive thinking? Is it? It's kind of like faith. It's like strong faith I with gotcha. positive thinking. Well, that makes sense. You kept referring to the Democrats tonight as a radical movement. Don't you think that's a little extreme? No, I don't. I think it's, if anything, I was being nice by only calling them a radical movement instead of saying what I really think they are, which is, you know, a beast being led by you know, granny, granny, granny boobs, Pelosi and perky boobs, Ocasio. Radical movement to me would be uh, ISIS, some sort of terrorist organization, not uh, your rival party in our country trying to actually uh, keep our country great. It doesn't make sense. We're all on the same team here. No, we're not on the same team. You either love Trump or you love terror and poverty and racism. Okay. And drive through abortions. You, you mentioned abortions and you were saying the first month or the ninth month. Are there a lot of nine month abortions going on in this country? Because I'm not aware of that. Well, no, as somebody of great faith, I can tell you that I've personally been involved in four <laughs> ninth month abortions. So I know they're doing them. If you pay, you know, you have to pay an extra fee, but they're doing them very strongly and it's a disgrace. And, you know, I realized after the fourth one, the fourth one actually was tough because we also, the woman was threatening to talk. So we had to sort of 33rd year abort her as well. So I know how anti-life the Democrats are because I've I've been inside the system. So no, they do they will do those very strongly and we have to stop it. There are hints that came out today. Pelosi said that Joe Biden should not debate you. Do you think that's foreshadowing to Joe Biden pulling out of the debates early? How do you think that would affect the whole election? Give me your thoughts on that, please. I think they're scared because they see how strong a debater I am. And they're afraid of Sleepy Joe falling asleep. That's why we call him Sleepy Joe. <laughs> so they think he's going to fall asleep in the middle of your debate, and that's their biggest fear. I would say yes. Okay. You were bragging about a lot of things tonight. Your Space Force, you were, you were bragging about tonight. You're very proud of your Space Force. Well, did you start a Space Force? I did not. You said you were okay. going You said you were going to plant... Uh, the United States flag on Mars. You said that tonight. Personally, I'm going to go up there personally and do it very <laughs> so, strongly. I didn't, I didn't know that you were training to, to go into orbit. No, I actually don't need the training. Okay. I have actually sort of, my uncle taught at MIT. So I have sort of great science in, your in my jeans. system. I gotcha. Well, no, I'm wearing a suit right now, not jeans, but I have have the talent. Okay. You made a joke tonight about Biden 
um, hugging blue collar workers and even kissing them and you turned around and laughed at people around you. What was that all about? Joe Biden, French kisses, blue collar workers. <laughs> he French kisses construction workers and people working at the mill. Is that what you're saying? Well, you know what? Look at the videotape. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know if he was French kissing them, but um, possibly. Well, you were roasting him a lot tonight. You were picking apart a lot of things Joe Biden did, but with very minimal facts. You just said what he did, and then you, you left it alone without anything after that, how you were going to correct it, what you're going to do instead of that. You just kind of it was a roast battle. But, but no one responded. How come you didn't give reasons of what you're going to do, um, what he did wrong? You just have to look around our country. It's a disaster. And under Joe Biden, it will be a disaster. So the only thing you can do is vote for me to save America. You, you did lie tonight, though, Mr. President. You well, said I'd be lying if I said I was uh, enjoying your very nasty questions. I'd rather hear from our great patriots instead I'm, of whatever liberal fake news tech stuff podcast agency sent you here. I was, I had two more questions and that was going to let our listeners ask questions. Well, what um, were the two questions? Just say the two questions and I'll let you know if I want to answer either of them. <laughs> okay. That's fair. You, you spoke about how our country had all the ventilators we needed and not one person would be without a ventilator yet. And I heard many stories where uh, doctors and nurses had to nope, choose. Boring question. What was the other question? <laughs> okay. I knew that was going to be a boring one. And um, the second question, there was a lot of chance tonight. I, it was almost like a WWE event with four more years chant. Um, tell me, do you encourage that chant? Is there like signs that say like applause, like at a, a game show, or that was all the people just starting that chant on their own? No, they started on their own because I want, I, I was actually in the white house starting a show us your tits chant while <laughs> Ivanka was speaking. So no, let's get some Patriot, Patriot, Patreon, Patriot questions now. No problem. I, I thought it was going to be eight more years chant also, but only four. Now, we have some questions here. Um, of course, we have our, our one of our best question askers at these uh, live events. Let's start it out. Tom Fitzgerald, start it off for us, please. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President, sir. And may I congratulate you on a strong speech tonight. Um, Always great to, you know what, you're like the OAN of, <laughs> of our chats i love it it's you always get the first question because nobody sort of shows the respect you know everybody's very respectful but you sort of you just do it in i like it in a in a just stronger way so it's a we, we welcome you again well thank you sir uh mr president you spoke a lot about american industry tonight and i was wondering which which industries do you think are the strongest in america thank you well, thank you. I think a lot of industries are very interesting. And the industry that I think is a coal industry is going so strongly, uh, oil, natural gas, all the great energy that we've done to make our country uh, energy independent. So those energy industries are very interesting to me and I, I applaud them all. And I also think Thanks to the leadership of our great first lady, 
Madagascar that the webcam girl industry is flourishing like nobody ever thought it could. You know, share leadership in sort of online single cam pornography has been really, you know, I don't think you've ever seen a first lady with such great leadership on that. So I would say our energy industry and our webcam pornography industry are, are really so, so strong right now. Um, great question about industries. Um, our next question is going to go uh, from Rudley Jean with the hard R. Uh, hello, Mr. President. As uh, one of the blacks, as you uh, like to sir, refer to you could, Well, you know, you could put a, you know, maybe a sir, but okay. <laughs> okay, okay, Mr. President, sir. Okay, no, I'm, now I'm listening. Uh, you went on about ventilators during your speech tonight. I'm just wondering, did you need one backstage when Ivanka was saying such nice things about you, sir? Well, that's okay. That's a that's not a bad question. And that was one. Of, that was our African American. Yes, sir. If I could, we didn't we didn't put you on camera because we didn't want to scare any of our uh, other Patreon patriots. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, Mr. President, that is so wrong. That was it. Well, you're the tech stuff guy. I didn't see you putting them on screen. You're a racist. I have them uh, on screen. You just have to change your view, Mr. President. You're in speaker view. Go to gallery view, and then you can see all our Patreon patriots. Well, how do I do that? Well, shouldn't I like being on presidential view? Okay. Well, if you want to see everyone, you can go up top in the right-hand corner and click gallery view, and then you can oh, see what, all the Patreon. Oh, a lot of – okay. Hello, everybody. I see all the – all our great people now, okay. And uh, the question was, no, what I had said earlier is that I didn't need, uh, as they call it, a, uh, a ventilator, because I have very strong breath. What I needed, I had to change my very powerful Depends before I came out because they were soaked and not with a number one or number two, they were soaked with what I call a number 69, that's what it's called when a different sort of fluid comes out, a very powerful, sexually potent fluid, if you know what that is. It's called, will be nice, it's called semen. Okay, we'll use the very technical, it's a medical term, but we'll use that. I don't think so anyone no, we knew just, what you were talking about, so thank you for clearing that up, Mr. President. No, well, I have very strong medical, so... <laughs> You know, we, we had to change the pens because they were pretty soaked, but uh, no ventilator, very strong breath. Uh, thank you so much for your question, Rudley. Our next question is going to come from Rachel Armstrong. Strong Mr. Name. Trump, Mr. Trump, sir. Hello. You know what? Now that I'm in the gallery view, I saw you put quotes around the sir, so I don't think that counted as a sir. Oh, no, that was a that, that was a mistake. Um, so tonight you said if Joe Biden were elected that China would own this country. And you also shamed China for allowing the spread of flu jitsu. Are you saying then that China has more power and control of this country than you, sir? Um, so this is China's fault that we have 180,000 dead. Are you that weak? Okay, well, that's a nasty question, but I will answer it, okay? I will answer it. Here's the deal. When you're playing in a sporting match, okay, let's say basketball, and you have 
four other people on your team and you're going up against five people. Let's call the other team China and let's call our team US. Now I have the ball and I'm the best player on the team. Except some of the people who are supposed to be on my team, Democrats, Joe Biden, the, the squad, they're actually helping the other team. So now it's almost like I'm out there playing one on nine instead of five on five. And I'm still beating them, but not as badly as I would if I actually had strong teammates. So as soon as we get rid of the Democrats, we have to sort of cut them out of the team if we're going with the same metaphor. Once I get a strong team around me, then we will show China how strong we are, which is, by the way, very strong. Strong, yes, of course. Well, um, trying to stomp the president right there, uh, Rachel Armstrong. You are you are not going to do it. Um, our next question, <laughs> we're going to go to Lady Zoe. Has a question. More like arm week, and Zoe. I think Zoe is sort of. <laughs> if Tom is the first, if Tom is the first man of the chat, I feel like Zoe is sort of the first lady of the chat. Thank you, Mr. President. But to all the other women in the chat, you can obviously there are very strong ways where you can you know, move up the rankings, which we can talk about off camera. Okay, thank you, President. Um, you spoke tonight about Space Force and that you wanted to put a woman on the moon and that you wanted to plant a flag on Mars. So who would you like to be as the female astronaut to go to the moon? That's a great, that's a great question. We have many talented uh, women in the astronaut program, very strong astronauts. Uh, but I think I'd like to see, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Tiffany Trump uh, join the, the Space Force or, the, or NASA, as we call it, because I'd like her to, you know, just sort of go away. I'm surprised you knew who you were talking to. No, there's this woman, uh, this, this woman, Tiffany Trump, who's always claiming to be my daughter. She somehow snuck into the convention. And I think she's got to go to the moon and, or, or Mars. Maybe we can put her on Mars. That's very far. Not a lot of people know that, but that's even farther than the moon. Thank you, Lady Zoe. Thank you. Uh, Andrew, Andrew, can I ask our next question? Yes, good evening, Mr. President, sir. Well, thank, okay, you have my attention, sir. I would like to know what you're going to do on November 3rd if the fake news media says that you've lost the electoral collage. Well, obviously, I'm more of a believer in the electoral university, which has graduate schools. You know, the college is, you know, probably a liberal arts college with a lot of sort of nasty liberals. No, if they say I've lost, we're going to say we already have lawyers, many great lawyers in place. Oh, we're going to, you know, say that it's a fake election and that I can't leave until it's settled. So we're going to get our Second Amendment people. We're going to get uh, great lawyers. And, you know, we're going to get our, we call them our Mountain Dew Army, you know, our, our sort of great people from Florida and Texas. And, you know, the Mountain Dew for Brains Army is going to come out very strongly. And they're not going to let their president get removed until every vote is counted, except for Biden votes, which will be burned. Thank you very much. Um, let's go to Adrian. Thank you, Mr. President, sir. 
all of us patriots, we can see that uh, you are very anti-drug and, and strong faith. And I read that, uh, that you think that uh, Biden is on drugs, maybe, and that, uh, you know, he, he should do a drug test before your first debate. Uh, what, what, what do you think he's on? I think he's on any number of things, to be honest. I think, you know, I think he's, they say he has an insure addiction. You know, insure these like these these old man protein drinks they push on our seniors. I, I hear he has an insure addiction that he goes to in insure insurex anonymous. Okay, he's drinking like a six pack of these things a day. So, how can you trust a president who's addicted to insure? Okay, it's too much. It's too much protein and vitamins for an old man like that to take. He's he's in no shape. To be running our country so i think he's on that i also think he's on crack hmm. okay that's two very different drugs right there mr president it was from insure to crack i mean that's a variety of drug use um rudley uh, with the hard r again he has another question for you mr president uh hello mr president sir uh i noticed hello, that a Gary. lot of you know african-americans uh, it's a, well, it's, it's actually pronounced African Americans. You have to really say it with the proper pronunciation. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, but I noticed um, you said you had strong medical, but the the demon doctor lady was not present at the convention. I was wondering why why wasn't she present or represented? Oh, she's act because she's such a hard worker. She's actually right now working on the cure on our great vaccine. So she's, she's currently working on two vaccines, one to cure demon sperm and the other to cure COVID. So she's very busy. She couldn't make it to the convention. And I, I like that. I like somebody who's too hardworking to come to the sort of big speeches. So she's hard at work. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to have a cure very soon. Both those cures will be available before the end of the year for a demon sperm and COVID? Well, I know Big Game Mike Pence, our great vice president, has, has <laughs> volunteered uh, to do many of the trials for, for the demon, demon sperm. sperm cure. He's volunteered to be one of the one of the main uh, subjects for that test. True so, American. Well, no, with his efforts and his faith, I think uh, you know we might get a cure to demon sperm even before uh, whatever we're trying to cure. What it, what's it called? It's called a COVID-19 or it could sure, be well, called that, that too, that too. or whatever name you have the, for it the, today. Right, the uh, Taekwondo flu. That's right. Flu. Uh, can, um, the flu, can the flu be, uh, can the cure be annually injected for BGMP? I can what be uh, injected? The cure, can it be uh, annually inserted for a BGMP? Well, I, that's the fastest way into the, into the sort of system. So, you know, I would expect, I mean, he already asked for it to be done that way. I don't know why he volunteered that, but. No, I think I think that's probably the safe way to do it. <laughs> um, we're going to go to Michael. If he can unmute, Mr. President, what have you what have what have you or the Vice President done with Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci is. We actually locked him in the top drawer of my desk. <laughs> He's a very little guy. And we, we told him, you know, we're not letting him back. He wants to go back to his tree with the Keebler elves. And we said, we're not letting you back to make the cookies. 
until you say some nice things about us and start, you know, saying positive things about the COVID and what we're doing. And he said, you know, he gave us some speech about the science and the data. And then we said, okay, you're going in the desk. He's like a fun size doctor, you know, on Halloween where they give you the, you know, some people are cool and they give you the big candy bars and other people do the fun size. He's a, we need big doctors. We need full human sized doctors. And he's, he's very tiny. So we'll see. I think he'll, he'll learn eventually that he should say uh, better things. So. Thank you, Michael. Mr. President, we have three questions left, I think, two or three questions left. And before we get to those questions, just want to let all the listeners know that on Monday, after all the DNC and the RNC is over, we'll be at the Stress Factory in New Jersey, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Still some tickets left, stressfactory.com for tickets, 7.30 p.m. And check out our new website, mpgapod.com. We just had a YouTube page get put up, so we have videos that have not been seen yet plus every episode and merchandise and check out our patreon patreon.com slash mpga become a patreon patriot pick your level and don't be a pigger mr president we have three more questions um jake yes thank you mr president sir uh my question is you mentioned that there was a 15-minute tribute to jeffrey epstein in the beginning it wasn't covered by the fake news perhaps since we didn't I uh, have the pleasure of seeing it. Can you summarize some of the key moments that were shared in that tribute video, some of the main memories? Well, that, you know, and that, this is a, no offense to all the people who have asked great questions. That's, that's an A-plus question. Uh, and it shows that somebody actually cares about our fallen heroes. Uh, the great Jeff Epstein, it started with a, a montage. It showed him uh, being hired without a college degree by Bill Barr's father at the Dalton School. And then it showed him uh, with me dancing at a party. And so that was, you know, happy. We were sort of putting out the happy memories. And then after the sort of video montage, uh, as we discussed on an earlier episode, it had to be pushed to tonight off, off camera. Ted Nugent and James Woods both came out, uh, escorted by a young lady of, it's called in the adult film industry, barely legal, or, or they sometimes call it not legal. That's also sort of a term in the industry, or as I like to say, industry. And they had a patriotic Eiffel Tower. And while a, while a montage of Jeff Epstein photos played in the background, and, you know, and then we had Alex Acosta, who used to be my labor secretary and was a, an, a, a U.S. attorney in Florida, he came out and issued both Ted Nugent and James Woods honorary pardons right then and there to let them know no charges would be brought in case, uh, you know, in case, you know, fake, fake law tried to do something against them. So a lot of, there were a lot of tears in people's eyes, very emotional, including the young woman. The young woman was probably crying the most of anybody. So it was, it was a great way to start the final night of our great convention. So I thank James Woods uh, and Ted Nugent, both of whom are very strong supporters of lowering uh, the age of consent. So we're gonna look into that in the second term, the great patriots. That's, that's fantastic. Great question. Um, 
Rachel, did you still have the question or? Oh, no, I just wanted to let him know there was something white on his face. It's called, uh, it's called patriotic dust. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Trump, sir. Our, our, our final question tonight, and thanks for everyone uh, joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. Our final question, of course, comes from Tom. He's going to close it out. Mr. President, sir, on a lighter note, with football season right around the corner, would you mind sharing with the Patreon Patriots uh, one of your fondest memories with the great Bob Kraft? Thank you, sir. Well, the, the great Bob Kraft, you're probably going to think this is going to go in a sexual direction because we both enjoyed, uh, you know, some of the top massage parlors in the Florida area, and we had great memories then. But I'm actually going to share a more personal, less sexual memory. When Bob Kraft's wife passed away, I didn't know Bob Kraft at the time, but I realized people are at their weakest when, you know, one of the weaknesses we have as people is love. And it's something that I don't feel very, that's why I'm so strong is because I don't have that weakness. But Bob Kraft actually loved his wife very much. So I knew he had a weak spot. I knew he was very weak there. So I called him every week to check in on him. I didn't care. I didn't care what, he, what was going on. But I thought this is a man with many billions of dollars, strong connections, uh, running the New England Patriots. And so I became good friends with him, not, not really, but just to sort of use him. And I'd say, oh, uh, you know, are you doing okay with your wife? Uh, and we'd, you know, we'd just sort of, he'd cry a little bit and I'd, you know, put the phone down on speaker and go do some chores and things while he cried into the phone thinking someone was listening. And after a year of that, you know, he invited me to the house and we, we had a, you know, a nice barbecue at the craft. They have a great, a beautiful place. And, you know, his daughter, who's very attractive, was very sad as well about the mom passing away. So, and she saw how great a friend I'd been, how powerful and strong a friend I had been to her father. So she invited me upstairs to look around some of the upper levels of the house. And I ended up having very powerful, sympathetic sex with Bob Kraft's daughter. While Bob Kraft was downstairs, you know, waiting for me to join him for a round of golf. And that's, I'd say that's probably my best, my favorite memory of, of Bob Kraft. Mr. President, your favorite memory of Bob Kraft is tricking him into grieving with him and being there for him when his wife died to actually go to his house and have sex with his daughter. That is your favorite memory of Bob Kraft? I mean, wouldn't that be your favorite memory if that had happened to you? That's a great memory. I, I guess so. I guess that's an excellent memory. And Mr. I don't think Bob Kraft listens to the podcast, so that's 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 a Patreon <laughs> Patriots uh, secret. Okay, we're keeping that just among the Patriots, not the New England Patriots, the Patreon Patriots. I understand, Mr. President. Thank you so much for doing this episode tonight. I know you had a very long week, and um, I would just shower before you go to sleep. And um, well, you can't let this 
you know, patriotic powder go to waste. You know, no. I don't want to, I don't want to wash this off. Okay. And uh, all our Patreon patriots, thank you for joining us tonight and everyone listening. We really appreciate you. We're going to have uh, more extra content during this election time. And uh, thanks for riding with us. Uh, listeners been picking up and going up on the iTunes charts and just want to thank everyone. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you guys and uh, everyone have a great night and, uh, and be safe. Mr. President. Thank you again. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining. You know, we talk very strongly about all our listeners, but obviously the Patreon patriots, you know, are our greatest people. They're, they're our favorite people. I, I consider you to all be like my own Bob Crafts of the, of the podcast community. So if anybody out there has a, you know, a hot daughter that wants to listen to podcasts, you know, let them know about this one. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. Very tired. Love that you came out for this. Thank you for supporting the show. God help us all.